0: You know, one of the best pieces of career advice that I ever got was to be the dumbest person in the room. Being dumb means you don't have any preconceived notions. You're there to learn. You're there to listen. You're there to take everything in and then come to your own conclusions. As a sales and marketing professional, I don't know what my customers want. That's my mentality. Every day I come in is a new wiping the slate clean. because. Things change way too fast today with technology and Market Watch recently put a report out that showed that millennials were spending more than any other generation on home improvement and home remodeling projects. If you try to sell to millennials the same way that you sold previously to any other generation, it's not going to work. Everyone has a completely different set of desires and needs and wants. So that's why I'm really excited to bring on Patrick Rotula today as a guest. He is the Executive Vice President and owner at Solo Group Incorporated, which publishes some of the best trade publications. You've probably seen Kitchen and Bath Design News. Um, You've probably seen Qualified Remodeler. uh, To talk about what he's seeing in the market, Um, really, really excited. Uh, Recently, Qualified Remodeler partnered up with Guild Quality and they released the Customer Satisfaction Report for 2020. There's a lot of good stuff in that report that we're going to dive into. Patrick's going to share some of his findings, um, some of the things that really stood out to him, and some of the things that home improvement companies are struggling with in their current sales and marketing processes to connect with those customers and give them an experience they want. Along with that, Qualified Remodeler publishes the top 500 remodelers every year. So it's going to be a great breakdown of what he's seeing these companies do, how you can get better, how you can increase your standing here, how you can go from good to great. I'm really excited about this episode, so stick around. We're going to have a lot of good information for you out there. Hey, what's up everyone? Matt here again with Built By Podcast. Um, this week, super excited, I have Patrick O'Toole, who is the Executive Vice President and owner at Sola Group. Um, they put out amazing industry publications like Kitchen and Bath Design News and Qualified Remodeler. Um, so yeah, they're you know really well known in the industry. Patrick, thanks so much for joining Matt.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. And uh, yeah, thank you for mentioning QR. That's mostly uh, the content that we'll be talking about today, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, before we dive in, um, I'd love to get, you know, just like a quick um, two to three minute, you know, just kind of synopsis of of your kind of experience in the industry. I know you've been around the industry for a while, um, especially on the journalism and content side. So I'd love to hear, you know, how you got to where you're at now and um, how you interact with other home improvement businesses.
1: Sure, yeah, thanks, Matt. And I appreciate the opportunity to be on the podcast today. Um, You know, so my background is in journalism and I've been covering the remodeling industry since 03 approximately, and uh, in various capacities over the years. And um, we we cover at Qualified Remodeler Magazine, all five segments of the home improvement and remodeling industry. So home improvement, which is replacement, Um, which is windows, roofing, siding, gutters, decks, sunrooms, and a whole bunch of other types of single line specialties, as well as design build, full service, um, kitchen and bath, and insurance restoration. So there's a lot of legs to a really big market and and we've covered it all for a pretty long period of time.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, One thing that I think really sets Qualified Remodeler apart is it's very statistical um, you know, you're analyzing a lot of data, um, from other, um, home improvement company, um, I guess, industry overview, um, companies like, uh, Guild Quality. And I, would love to, you know, I want to dive in. I want to start there because, um, Qualified Remodeler recently partnered with Guild Quality to release the customer satisfaction report for 2020. Um, super, super helpful, I think for the industry, um, as a marketer and, and, um, sales professional myself, um, you know, you can't always know what's happening in the market. You can't always know what your customers want, right? So I'd love to hear, you know, um, the process with um, teaming up with Guild Quality. Um, what is it and how it's kind of relevant to the home improvement um, industry?
1: Yeah, well, it it is um, customer satisfaction could not be more important to um, to the industry and to the individual firms within it. Um, home improvement and remodeling, um, has low barriers to entries. And, uh, so there's a lot of players who give the industry somewhat of a black eye. And sometimes that's a hurdle to overcome for remodelers and home improvement companies. So we began working with Guild Quality five years ago. And even before that, we were interested in publishing customer satisfaction data to help remodelers and home improvement companies. And uh, this year's report is uh, even better than before. We've been, um, Guild Quality as most people know out there is the top um, customer satisfaction measurement company serving remodelers and builders. And uh, so we use their data to sort of drill down on the attributes and the traits that are required to make a customer happy. And we break it down by job types. So you can see for a siding job, it might be slightly different than a whole house remodel. Uh, so that information is designed to be really actionable and to help people uh, improve their processes and make their businesses better.
0: Awesome, man. Um, what were some of the major findings that, that stood out to you this year compared to last year?
1: Well, over time, things changed really incrementally a little bit slowly um, but there there were some some movers you know i think that by and large when we look at what makes a customer happy um, they want a job site that's clean and organized they want professionalism from your employees they want to you, you want them to say yes they were professional yes the job site was clean and organized um, I think the thing that ties most of these attributes together is really good communication. So, I mean, we cover 19 different attributes and all of them rank very highly. Like, you should be doing all of them. So, when you go to qualifiedremodeler.com and you look at the report, um, you want to get better at all of them. And, uh, but the communication factor really ties into everything. So, my one word of advice and the thing that always seems to rise to the top, good times and bad, is uh, the firms that are communicating early, they're communicating completely, even if it's bad news, with their customer. uh, Those are the firms that come away with happy customers, satisfied customers that um, are willing to refer them. And that's the key indicator of satisfaction, that willingness to refer. So um, yeah, there's a lot to, I couldn't really boil it down to one thing, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a very comprehensive report and it's something that I think is, is super useful for the industry. Um, everybody should check it out. I'll I'll definitely drop a link in the uh, description below. Um, you you know, with, with this, uh, customer satisfaction report, um, what are some of the top customer desires that, uh, you see home improvement companies struggle with typically?
1: I think the, uh, the areas where people struggle is in communication. So, sorry to go back to that main theme there. Um, Communication is a problem. Uh, People let long periods of time go by. Uh, Companies let long periods of time go by before they communicate with somebody or get back to somebody, or um, there's delays. With today's communication technology, people expect a text message, they expect uh, you know, an email, they expect all, you know, just an instant message, they expect tools where they can see pictures from their job site if they happen to be remote. So all of these uh, electronic means and online means of staying in touch with your customer, they really need to be utilized now because it's it's table stakes now. In the old days, you can call your customer once a week or something and let them know how things are going and when the job, but th- those days are gone. You really need a system in place to communicate with them. The other area that people... Um, get in trouble um, with their customers uh, or the relationship goes off track I should say is not because of their own people and their own staff communicating and having interactions with the customer it's the subcontractors that they hire on the job site and their interactions with the customer in their name Uh, that's where it gets a little bit trickier and So the best companies out there are the ones that are able to manage their subcontractors and they're able to uh, drive the behaviors down to that subcontractor level and allow them to uh, display the professionalism that the company values and requires.
0: Interesting. So shifting gears a little bit, um, another thing that Qualified Remodeler does um, outside of this uh, partnering with Guild Quality for the Customer Satisfaction Report is uh, publishing their Top 500 Modelers of the Year, um, and, and you've been doing this for a while. And I think it's a, a really cool list to see you know, who's improving um, their processes and who's getting better. Um, I'd love to hear, you know, some of the things that you're seeing from your Top 500 that kind of sets these companies apart from the others.
1: Yeah, so, well, thank you for bringing up the Top 500, Matt. You know, it's been around since 1975, and, uh, excuse me, 78. The, the magazine was started in 75, and, and most of what we do is, is online these days. But um, the Top 500 is special because it's a revenue indicator of how fast a company is growing. And at the very top of this conversation, I mentioned all the different segments we serve, And they're all mixed together in there. Um, The home improvement firms or home improvement replacement firms, as well as the design build and full service. And growth is really important to a certain mindset within the entrepreneur area. And so a lot of firms do try to grow every year. It's an indication of success. And the top 500 in turn has been used uh, by those who are on the list each year as a means to market their services to uh, their end users, their customers in their local markets. So it's grown year after year. And and through time, we've really gathered a lot of information about each of the companies that are on the list. It's um, remarkable to look at how sophisticated some of these very big companies like Power Home Remodeling are. (laughs) Excuse me, that company is uh, billing well in excess of $700 million a year. And, uh, you know, they're growing. They aim to be a couple of billion dollars in size. And so we're starting to see uh, what is a small local activity, home improvement, and remodeling scale a little bit. We're learning through um, things like customer satisfaction traits, uh, and, and how to have systems and processes that are repeatable, um, how you can scale a business that's, that's very, very local, very high-touch, hands-on. And um, so the industry is changing, and the top 500 is, is really a good barometer for those big firms and seeing how big they're getting year after year. So, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's a general look at it, but, uh, but it's really interesting every year, and we're about to publish it soon
0: very cool very cool um you know circling back to power home remodeling um i'm actually going to have them on the podcast next week so i'm excited for that um what they're doing is really interesting it's it's a brand play and in terms of you know not only their their sales process but their hiring um is that what you see as like ushering a new age into the home improvement industry it's almost like a capital one type of business well, I,
1: I'm not sure what exactly you mean by the Capital One reference. But I can agree, having talked to Asher and, and Adam Callender and the folks that uh, started and managed that growing business, I've talked to them over the years. And uh, their vision is very clear. Uh, they they are developing a, a real brand, a national brand. And uh, there are a few others just like them that are, are attempting the same thing, and it's working. Um, we, we talked about systems and processes early. And you know I think Adam and Asher and, and the whole team there that have built such a large company, um, they've done it because they have really excellent systems and processes. They know how to build a sales team. They know how to do uh, sales and marketing together. They know how to drive leads in any environment. And they prove it over and over again. You know, they'll, they'll enter a new market and they'll um, have expectations for 20 million that first year and and lo and behold, they'll come out with 35 million uh, on the other side. So they're really dynamic. They, they've they got the right formula, their secret sauce is working. And um, so they're a powerhouse to be watch out for. It is brand and they're doing it the right way.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what I related to, you know, being from Richmond and Capital One with such a strong emphasis on the brand. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and the hiring aspects. So it, it's really interesting to see what they're doing and, and how it's kind of, you know, reshaping the market in my opinion. Um, what I've, I'd love to talk about too is um, what really, in your opinion, publishing this list and talking to home improvement businesses, what are, what are the things or what is the thing that you're seeing that sets a good business from a great business?
1: Well, I, I seem to feel that uh, professionalism and, um, you know, commitment to quality um, and quality is sort of in the management uh, respect, you know, like uh, Ford used to say quality is job one. And it's not just a great product and a great finished product, but it's the whole process. And so you really see that, um, you know, we started with in a good place talking about customer satisfaction to lead to this question, because, the firms that really refine how they interact with their customers, um, how they, uh, you know, they schedule an appointment, they're on time, they're presentable, and then they move all the way out to the install and they finish the job when they say they're going to finish the job. Like all of that is really hard to do over and over again, thousands of times uh, per year. And so when you see companies move up the list and, uh, and grow, it's usually for those reasons. They've really got everything down, and they're they're extremely good managers. And uh, you know, I, one of the things that we you alluded to, and I didn't really address, was the hiring at um, at Power and, and all these other companies too. They are uh, amazing at identifying talent and then grooming that talent. They they have ways to make them uh, that talent shine and succeed within their culture, within their systems. And so those are the very big companies, but you see a lot of, and I don't mean to keep going on this too long, but in different segments like design, build, and full service where they don't want to be, they want to kind of get to a level where they're happy in a local market, 5 million, 10 million. Those are really big home improvement companies and remodeling companies. And so for them, it's about profitability. It's about how to, uh, deliver a quality job keep their employees happy and to um, and to be more qualitative within their size that they already are um, and so we see a lot of big big firms like that that just sort of plateau but like it there so I don't know if I answered your question Matt but- no
0: that yeah that was great um, it actually leads me you know you're you're very active not only just with qual- qualified um, Uh, remodeler, but you're also, you know, you're, you have presence at the National Association of Home Builders, you know, the international builder show every year Um, seem very entwined there. So um, you have a good connection, I assume with, you know, the marketing and advertising world as well, um, especially with your journalism background.
1: Yeah, we do. And, and um, so, you know, I came up the journalism side of the business and my business partner who he and I jointly own our magazines and websites um, he manages the the business side and those relationships. But over the years, um, these building product manufacturers have been critical to um, communication generally across the whole industry, and so they've been supportive of what we've been doing. And um, and these folks, when it, whether it's Pella Windows or uh, Marvin Windows or um, you know some of the siding companies, I mean. They're very granular, they're down in the market, they know the players and um, some, of the, some of the business processes that they provide as support to local remodelers and are very, very important and critical in the market today. Uh, they, they generate leads for their, for their local remodelers. So, um, and then the technology side of the, uh, the building product industry, um, there's a lot of firms out there like yours that are changing the industry by making uh, the business work better, more seamlessly through technology. And those folks have been uh, instrumental in supporting the industry uh, and, and communicating with them and, and making the industry more professional, more efficient, and uh, and allows local players to grow.
0: Very cool. Very cool. appreciate the shout out, too.
1: No <laughs> problem. No, it's true
0: yeah so um one thing that we've seen and i have yet to get through a podcast without mentioning covid yet i thought we're going to get through this one but i i really wanted to know you know a lot of companies relied on those um home improvement shows um as a big source of leads um actually getting in front of homeowners and, and showing off some products um with your you know what you're seeing in the market um and you know Maybe it is uh, another source or uh, um, something along those lines. But um, what are you, are you seeing the industry turning somewhere else? Um, you know, to start generating those leads.
1: Well, it, it's been happening for a long time. The web has been uh, fast-growing and uh, continues to be the number one source for leads. And so, uh, companies with great websites uh, websites that convert. Um, Those are the companies that are winning right now. Um, You know, most people go to when they're researching a home improvement or a remodeling uh, project, they're doing it at night after work or online. And if that website uh, converts at 2 a.m., that lead is just as valuable as one where someone would pick up a phone and call, you know, so uh, in fact, more so because they're, uh, they're indicating a willingness to buy and an interest, particularly in your company. So, um, and then there's so many different legs to uh, generating leads online. It's, it's almost a, you know, four or five part series of podcasts on its own. <laughs> uh, so, lead, you know, online is really important, but there's still companies like Power who rely heavily on canvassing, which is uh, feet on the street. Um, up until COVID, there was a lot of folks that uh, did a lot of home shows. Uh, to generate leads. Um, television advertising is still really important. Radio advertising is important. Uh, so when we look at our top 500 list and we begin to look at what their top lead sources are, we um, we see that online website leads are the number one source um, but some of these other traditional sources are still very important.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um- and, you know, it, there is a huge uptick, it feels like, in, in leads. Um, You know, there are a lot of people at home. And what I'm hearing is there's a lot of people at home staring at that eyesore of a project um, and with stimulus checks, and they, they're they actually, they have time to be at, at, at home and they're ready to get the project done. So um, a lot, in a recent um, study published by NEHB, the Remodelers Market Index. Um, it showed a huge jump in optimism from Q1 to Q2, and that was recently published this month. So it's interesting to see. In your opinion, how can companies take advantage of this and build a longer-term um, sales funnel?
1: Yeah. Well, this is I. You know, even this morning before we got together, Matt, uh, I was on the phone with with home improvement company owners. A uh, few of them. And as it so happens, they, they feel like COVID has been an accelerator, like as you were indicating with your question, to home improvement projects, and that it's, um, it's a, a shift in mindset, maybe for the long term, that uh, investing in the kitchen or the bath or outdoor living or just the home generally, um, that that is something that people value more now that they are staying in place more and so this is a great opportunity for home improvement companies as it turns out i mean people were scared at the very beginning of it they saw the leads drop off uh through april and may but but things have really picked up and most companies have now uh, exceeded what they lost during that period and are now projecting uh, bigger growth for even for this year and into next year because of the demand for services and it's it's not just that the leads are coming in uh, in, in greater volumes, it's that they're converting you know, the, at a higher rate. So this is the indication of what you're alluding to, that, that uh, COVID has, has got people thinking about their home more, willing to invest more in it.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. What I am curious about in that conversation is, um, you know, I, I talked to a recent remodeling company that had to, had to hire a second install team to keep up with demand. Mm-hmm. Um, are you seeing companies getting back into the swing of it with I know we mentioned hiring earlier? Um, you know, how, how do you balance all the inbound leads coming in and, and your sales reps out in the field and also hiring and, and trying to handle all of that chaos?
1: Yeah, this is it. I mean, this is where a, a real experience in management, um, real systems and processes—that's um, where they matter. Is when you're scaling up. If you if you can't handle your leads, you're going to disappoint people. So you want to make sure that you've got um, you know a team ready to handle all the volume that you're creating, um, or a, a way to refer them to others. I mean, and that does happen and it, In many cases. Um, So scaling up is really generally what you're referring to. And the big, fast-growing companies that are on the top 500, the very top part of the top 500, uh, they're the ones who know when it's time to hire and that they have a funnel in place for hiring, for hiring salespeople, for hiring install people, and they're ready to go. In addition, they're ready to handle the volume of leads that are coming in through call centers that are um, you know, ready to, to deploy online. Uh, some of these younger entrepreneurs in the industry, uh, by the way, are, are using Facebook business and, and some of the social media platforms to drive leads for new business. Um, you know, I'm thinking of a, of a, a person who does floor coatings, for example, in, uh, in Northwest Illinois. And this gentleman's growing very, very fast. And he has three people that are just dedicated to Um, keeping conversation going on Facebook with people who are interested in responding to Facebook ads and they, they're driving a ton of business that way. So um, scaling really means like you have to handle all these different mediums too. And you have to have the people that, that know how to do it. So it's not an easy task and that's the number one challenge. A lot of we've seen over the history of the industry where some big firms do grow too fast. uh, The reputation gets hurt. And in the process, because they're disappointing people along the way, and so managing growth—it's a key question.
0: That's awesome, Patrick. Um, yeah, that's really all the questions I had today. Again, thank oh. you so much for joining. Um, you know, if if you ha- wanted to take a second, where can um, you know our listeners learn more about Qualified Remodeler, or the Guild Quality Report? Yeah, uh,
1: qualifiedremodeler.com is our URL. And um, if you want to go forward, forward slash customer satisfaction, you'll see that report uh, or forward slash QR top 500 or top 500. Uh, you can see the list. Uh, we're publishing our top 500 list in a week. So that would be early August. And um, we'll have a page, a landing page for each company on that list. So uh, great reading and a lot to, um, a lot to learn from all those great companies.
0: That's awesome, Patrick. Again, thanks so much for joining, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next one.
1: Hey, Matt, thanks for the time, buddy.